Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana. And this is the most valuable podcast. Brought to you by the most valuable podcasters who are sitting up extremely straight today. Good posture today. Yeah, this is the good posture pod. We have raised our microphone so that we have to sit up straight while we record. Yeah, I'm tired of leaving this podcasting room with like a hunchback. I agree. This is a this is a new era. New for year, us. new us. Uh, so, Jess, I have a really hot take that I want to start the show off with. I'm terrified of. There this. are so many sports happening all the time, and mm-hmm. I lose track of them. I think we need to. I think each sport needs to be like football, where it's like Sunday is the main day. Like, make Saturday the basketball day. Make like Thursday the hockey day. Make like like I'm. I understand there's no way logistically this could work and it's an objectively terrible idea, but I feel like I'm swimming in sports soup and I don't know how to keep track of everything. I don't know what to tell you because like you said, logistically, that's just I impossible. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. NBC tried to make Wednesdays like hockey night. Hockey kind, night in America. It, it kind of worked. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Well, that's I mean, that's all I had to say. I I've just Sunday night baseball. <laughs> Yeah, I get. I mean, I guess it. I guess it. This does exist in in some form. When you play 162 games in a year, you can't only play on one day of the week. Yeah, I think That's the problem is point. there are too many games. Okay. That's all. Um, we have had. Well, let's start with the Kentucky Derby. Let's just dive on in. All right, let's do it. So this was probably one of the weirder derbies I can remember. One of the weirder. It was by far the weirdest. This was the weirdest derby (laughs) that I can remember. Because maximum security looked like this horse won. And then... Maximum security won the race. Finished first. But there was this big unofficial. Well, they always do that. Like when you run your 40 at the combine, it's unofficial. But this one stayed for like an hour. Well, this one was actually never became official exactly yeah. this was this was unofficial um what did you think about this whole thing they you know maximum security looked like he was winning and then he did win and then they were like psych country house yeah so country house and another horse posted an objection first of all obviously we do not condone naming your horse country house we went over this last week it's a bad name the worst name the worst of all of the, the worst names. name mm-hmm. um so country horse ended up winning even though country horse didn't cross the finish line first because maximum security almost tripped all the other horses behind him and um the the derby stewards stewardesses (laughs) overturned the rule or the the finish and basically said that maximum security interfered so can't win so country horse country house house, (laughs) the horse won in the most unsatisfying way possible like country horse house never Country house, the horse, <laughs> never got the, like, I cross the line first moment, you know? Right. Like, one in the worst way. After 20 minutes of Mike Tirico sitting there being like, whoa. Oh, we're doing the Tony Romo, like, ah, this, ah, for 20 Mike minutes. Mike Tirico's great, by the way, at announcing. He is, yeah. He's really good. But um, the what? whole broadcast was phenomenal, by the way. I don't know if you watched much of it, but. I did. They had, like, six or seven remote reporters, like, going around basically from like reporter to reporter for like four hours my dream jess is to be the reporter on the horse oh at yeah, the end the good. woman who gets to sit on the the horse and interview the other the jockeys i was gonna say von miller was one of the doing yes you know, he was he was great he did he a was great just like, job he was like yeah i come every year and get like and party 
And I was like, cool, this is a solid input from Vaughn. <laughs> but anyways, so Country House, I, the horse, ended up winning. And like, it was just unsatisfying for like a thousand different reasons. And it was weird and no one really understood why it happened. Well, so I've done a lot of research on this after the fact because I was completely confused while this was happening. I can't, and I can't stop reading Kentucky Derby. Like, neither can I. Conspiracy theory. And by something, the way. something really interesting to me was that there was one guy on NBC, and I forget his name, and I meant to write it down, so I apologize to this guy. But he was giving um, a play-by-play of what happened after the fact, and where maximum security came from the inside and crossed basically right. over to the fifth line. Like if you think of it in terms of one, two, three, four, five lanes, like lanes roughly, on a track, exactly. Yeah. And maximum security crossed so many and hit long range toddy in addition to other horse and i mean it sounds ridiculous when you say these it names. does but but there was almost I, like a massive horse pileup which like yes. would have been but what was interesting to me about watching this guy sort of break it all down in the aftermath is that as it was happening i was like look it looks really slippery how can you blame these horses and then when you get down to the minutiae of it it's like so incredibly precise that as i was watching it back i was like okay well this was the right call yeah. I mean, if you want it to be a safer sport, I guess it's like you can argue that horse racing isn't safe at all. And we'll probably get to that later. But like having a horse almost knock over all the horses behind it in a 20 horse race is like there would have been not only Ugh. injured and possibly dead horses, but jockeys. And oh, yeah. it would have been really bad if the horse that maximum security bumped into had fallen down i agree i like, think that, yikes i think 20 might be too many horses jess well that's my take don't tell the derby that well i saw one of the uh, horse rider was like let's go back to 14 and i was like i am all on board with 14 like, still a lot exactly like, why do you need six, 20 horses six works <laughs> i would do a four rep four horse race <laughs> um, you get first second third and then there's only one real loser right anyways this was a just a bizarre bizarre end to the derby it was kind of interesting though because i don't know the instant replay controversy like rules all of that like pace of play in the game has been a problem in like every other major sport right. for the last i don't know 15 20 years since instant replay was instated in those sports and now it's also an issue in horse racing which think, is fascinating i agree though i think that like the problem with instant replay is that it can be really frustrating if you're like oh well you know the purity of the game or whatever but if it's on tv already and everyone's just going to rewind it at their own houses you need to like there's no way i feel like there's no way to avoid instant replaying what you can instant replay now yeah well I you mean, know what i mean yeah i mean i don't know it's you can go down a whole rabbit hole of like either get the rule right or like there needs to be some human error to in, I don't know it's yeah. just like a, I don't want like it's just it was a weird like let's just accept the derby as a weird it was an anomaly like this will probably never happen again so I don't think we need to make any like sweeping generalizations about instant Jess, replay in the sport that's what that's what sports in the internet is yeah sweeping generalizations about things that will probably never happen again. that's true and also apparently political correctness is what yeah overruled the uh, yeah trump's tweet about this was one of the most and this is saying something because i mean he the man is not known for making sense online but this tweet that he had was unbelievable was like the political correct instant replay blah 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 and i was just oh my god you he like took buzzwords and just sort of dropped yeah, them all spelled in. kentucky wrong Ugh. yeah it was a tough that was I, I thought that was from a parody account it wasn't but anyways so country horse sorry country house the horse <laughs> is sick now and will not be racing in preakness 
and maximum security is also not running in Preakness. Really? I didn't see that. So there is no chance at a triple crown this year. Um, and people that. are now debating whether or not the Preakness should be later in the horse racing season or if they race it too soon after the Derby. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I, a lot of a lot of a lot of things happening in the horse racing world. I know. I uh, it's wild to me how there are some sports that I forget exist or that people care about, and then they pop up, and I'm aware of this whole community around them that I've just like not been paying attention to this whole time, and then I feel kind of bad, and then I forget about it again. Yeah, that's basically that's, what the Derby does yeah, every exactly. year, or Royal Preakness if you go to it. If you're like someone who grew up in New Jersey and you're like running on urinals <laughs> which a lot of people do uh i lost 25 bucks jess i didn't tell you that who did you bet on cutting humor yeah well mm. i actually um did not bet on the horse race this week but did right before not? the race started i was like maximum security is gonna win to a uh, friend of the pod harry lyles and then maximum security won but then maximum security <laughs> lost so i was like good thing i didn't actually see so you were on that but i still think i think that argue that counts as being half right yeah but, I mean, eh. I, I didn't win any all's, money. All's fair That's in love and horse racing. Um, another thing that happened last week was, um, I don't know if you saw this, but mm-hmm. you remember how I said that my friend played for the Bucks, Pat Connaughton? Yes, every time he takes the court, I'm like, as a fellow Notre Dame alum, I'm Honorary like, degree holder. Yeah, sorry. Yes, well, like Lil' Sebastian. Yeah. yeah, me and Lil' Sebastian. And I'm like, oh, there's my fellow Notre Dame man, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> um, well, Pat, ha- Pat got drafted by the Orioles in college to play baseball because that's what the Orioles do. And he was asked to throw the first pitch last week at the Brewers game, and it didn't go so well. Mm. Um, I think we I think we need to hear from Pat I think this. so, too. Let's check in with Pat. Hello? <laughs> Hi. Can you, uh, can you tell us what, what happened? Um, you know, it's one of those things where everyone assumes – as a once upon a time baseball player that you must throw a strike. I was trying to throw it a little bit harder than mm-hmm. I should have been considering I haven't really thrown off a mound in a few years. I've been a little busy with a different job and Fair. long story short, um, I accidentally almost killed a lady. <laughs> um, so wh- when was the last time you actually like practiced pitching? The last time I threw off a mound, whew, probably been three, two years. So you were drafted as a pitcher by the Orioles? I was, I but was. Thank you for was, clarifying that yeah. after the first pitch. He was indeed, Charlotte. That's amazing. Um, what did you feel like when, when the pitch left your hand and you were like, oh, oh no, that's not what I was going for? I knew I was in trouble. Right when I left the hand, I, I knew, like my first thought was, please do not hit this girl. Please do not hit this girl. Did she say, um, did she say anything afterwards? She didn't flinch. No, she didn't flinch. She didn't say anything. Nothing really happened. I put my hand up. Sorry, didn't mean to, you know, come near you. That wasn't the goal. The goal was thrown over the plate. I got a little wild. Um, I've been known to be a little wild even when I was in my drafted pitching days. So this time it just was on a little bit of a bigger stage, and it happened to blow up for the wrong reasons, unfortunately. You think? Do you think if you got a second attempt at the pitch, you would have thrown a strike, though? Like, you just had, you know, you just needed a little bit of a warm-up? 
I mean, I think if I was, you know, not on a mound, I probably could have, it would have been closer to a strike. I just, that whole adjustment period, it's, it's, yeah. it's been a little bit of a problem. But yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can't get a revenge tour at some point in time. You know what you should do is you should build a mound in your backyard and just like film yourself hitting like 10 strikes in a row and then tweet the video out and be like, look, I swear I, swear I can do it. Yeah, that's- I I think if I did that, people would be more concerned about yeah. where my focus lies <laughs> at this moment in time that's during the NBA point. playoff. However, I mean, maybe in the summer we can get that going. You guys can film it. Oh, we would yeah. definitely do that. Actually, better yet, Jess, why don't you stand in the box just oh. in case it's not a strike? <laughs> uh, sure. I, I I'm a little <laughs> bit afraid that you will uh hit a ball so hard that it will decapitate me, like you almost did to that other. Lady. Yeah, Pat, it's I can't right. afford to lose only, her. You're not so. the only person to decline it. Uh, Scott Van Pelt also said that he wouldn't get in until I got my command under control a little bit more. <laughs> oh, so we're in good company. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Pat, I have a question. I'm a Celtics fan, and you're from Boston, right? I am. What Did you grow up a Celtics fan? Yeah, you... also, before I agreed to do this podcast, nobody told me there were Celtics fans interviewing me. I so did... well, I might have to end We this knew you'd hang up. So... <laughs> you don't have to answer anything that Charlotte says. We really just wanted to talk <laughs> about the Brewers game. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> She's just, yeah. We really did. Our, our main focus was that pitch. Cause... The first pitch. Yeah. The wonderful first pitch. Yeah. I mean, I think, that it's, I think it's great for your brand. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I have had quite a few people since we had our last few games in Boston. Uh, I had have I have had a few friends and family say it was a great PR move. Yeah, really got things out there. You had exposure, and I said I'm not really sure that was the type of exposure I was looking for for a wild first pitch. However, uh, fortunately, uh, it didn't really bother me that much. I'm sure if I got another one, it would have been a strike. Or if I had to do it for a living, I think I would be a little bit better than I. Um, you know, showed that day. Yeah, and think of it this way. If this didn't happen, we wouldn't even be having you on our podcast. Because, like, what you do in Milwaukee is great with the Bucks, and you've been having a phenomenal playoff uh, playoff run. But, I mean, we're quite frankly just more interested in watching you throw wild, errant pitches. Honestly, we are a we are an errant pitch podcast, <laughs> and so you, it was your lucky day, Pat. Also, I think that your point about how people, like now people know that you really have been focused on basketball. Yeah, true. Not You're, like Kyler Murray. Not Yeah, like there was mm-hmm. no dabbling here. Like you are a committed player, and Milwaukee's lucky to have you. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently Baltimore's lucky to not have me at this current moment in time. Well, no, they could honestly you'd make them better. <laughs> yeah, I think that they probably still need you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that. We'll we'll see. Maybe in maybe in five, ten years. Mm. Wow. Well, you heard it here first. Oh, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, thank you for coming on to talk about uh this very exciting um news story with us. We are very happy to have just cleared the air his next pitch would have been a strike totally and i'm sorry that i brought up being a celtics fan that was really rude and i apologize it's okay you're forgiven thank you pat thank you <laughs> no problem thanks for having me i appreciate it guys. <laughs> bye 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 okay well i really didn't push him too hard on the whole celtics thing <laughs> i mean why would you why would you bring up old shit charlotte <laughs> Well, he's you know he's an he's an Arlington guy. He's an A town guy. That's like the town from where I grew. But up. it's the it's the playoffs. Uh, playoffs. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Pat's great. Thanks thanks for coming yeah, on the podcast. Pat. Pat. Shout out Pat. But I 
I, I still would like for him to throw a strike next time. Oh, same, for sure. I mean, he needs to redeem himself. He really does, but the Brewers, um, and we need all of our MVP VPs to tweet at the Brewers to give Pat a second chance. I agree. There are enough games. Just, yeah. <laughs> There's like 85 games left in the season. <laughs> no, probably more. That's it. When you put it that way, you know how I, the baseball season is like a marathon where the reason I couldn't ever think about running one is because you'd get to mile 17 and be like, oh my God, I still have nine miles left <laughs> i was watching you do the math in your head on 26 minus 17 and i was like is she gonna is she gonna do it is she gonna do Books? it Books. it's like a 24 hour clock but it's 26 hour clock it's so hard so you're running a marathon and it's 13 o'clock <laughs> and you're at mile 17 and another runner leaves the station at three o'clock what how many time? apples does jess have left <laughs> what time will she cross the finish line but yeah, so like that's how I feel about marathons. That's how I feel about the baseball season, yeah. which I love. We love baseball anyway. We were actually just talking about how much we love baseball before we started recording. So We were, which is a standard conversation for us. Just casually be like, I love baseball. <laughs> baseball. Baseball. Baseball's great. What's, uh, what's the deal with baseball? Like me after the Cubs are in first place. The rest of the season, I'm like, this fucking sport. No one cares about May baseball. It's so stupid. Uh, Cubs sweep the Cardinals. And I'm like, oh, it's the greatest sport in the world. <laughs> Uh, all right, but we're not going to talk about baseball because we're going to talk about hockey. Oh, we are? Yeah, right now because okay. it's a playoff. Let's talk about hockey. And uh, the Blues. The Blues won in double overtime last night against Dallas, which, again, I'm not a Blues fan and I need them to not win the Stanley Cup, but it was a very exciting game. It was. Minus the fact that the Stars could not, like, put pucks on goal. It was just, they had, like, three shots in the last two periods of regu- regulation. Yeah. Like, it was it was not it they were didn't play well at the end there. I feel like though hockey like this was the ultimate game 7 hockey game. Like we've had some really good game 7, some really good overtime just in sports in general this like that that um four overtime game on Friday night between the we're talking that? about basketball now. We're well, we're really like just swerving like, around here. Well, I just wanted to make the point that like there have been some amazing game sevens. <laughs> yeah, and this was one of them. And this was like playoff hockey at its absolute best, where you just can't like your heart is racing a mile a minute the entire time. Yeah, even though now the Blues are going to be in the Western. What Conference. are you going to do? They're not going to win. It's fine. If it's a Blues Bruins Stanley Cup, I don't think I'll. I will boycott. It will have not happened. Just like this year, there was no Super Bowl. Yeah, for you. It'll happen no, for No, there me. was no Super Bowl. Well. At all. It happened for me. <laughs> do I smell a hater? <laughs> what? I said, do I smell a hater in the room? Oh, wow. Brandon. I feel like you should be on my, my team here, bud. What? No, no. For, for hockey, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have no dog in the fight. <laughs> but That's the, fair. But the Super Bowl. Well, well, Super Bowl's different. I can't stand Tom Brady. Thank you. Okay, we're on the same page. Uh, so, speaking of the Bruins, they're playing the Hurricanes, who have had a incredible run, and mostly because they have a good luck charm who is a pig named Hamilton. I don't See, know if that you is know. a thing that I don't know about. Oh, you don't know about Hamilton? Can you tell me about Hamilton? So, this Carolina Hurricanes fan has a pet potbelly pig named Hamilton, who came to, I think it was game one and two of the first round of the playoffs, and they won, and then he became a good luck charm. And then it might have been the second round. I can't remember. But anyways, he was like, this guy was like, should I bring Hamilton to D.C.? And everyone in D.C. was like, bring him. We dare you. We'll throw bacon at him. And they were really oh. mean. Oh, that's what the bacon stuff has been? Yeah. 
And they were really mean to Hamilton. Hamilton's just like a little, like, fat little piggy boy. He's just like a <laughs> chunky little. Our sweet little he's pig so, man. He's chonky. He's <laughs> very chonky. Actually, no, he's just fat. He's a pig. It's fine to say that about pigs. Yeah. Not people, but pigs. It's fine. So anyways, um, Hamilton went to D.C. and then they won those games. Um, and then Hamilton now is like the face of the franchise. And so the Hurricanes mascot is a pig named Stormy, I guess. All of this is, I'm realizing I don't know much about the Hurricanes and also- Most people don't. That's a bizarre, so was it on purpose that the guy had a pig for the I don't think he meant to buy a dog and then accidentally (laughs) came home with a pig if that's what you mean. No, I mean like, is he enough of a Canes fan that he got a pig- because of the hockey that, team? That I'm not sure of. The pig's okay. a few years old. And I feel like Hurricanes fans yeah. are not like... I don't think there are any Hurricanes fans who've been fans for longer than three years. Well, it's like one of those towns where it's not the first sport in the town. It's like Dallas. It's like... there's They have fans. They have a fan base. I was, I was but, just being an asshole. I was just kidding. But Oh, because you're a Bruins fan. No, just like... In general, I oh, okay. feel You're like the Hurricanes. I'm just no, I'm just being an <laughs> asshole in general. This is like a non-denominational asshole move. Okay. Um. <laughs> so well, so is the pig? Are they gonna? What? I don't know. I'm I mean, so the pig is like the fa- it's the pig is the good luck charm. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. The he's, Canes a, he's are, a great pig. Doesn't have a ton of Instagram followers. Needs more. How? Oh, we gotta get him more followers. I gotta follow him. Well. I'm kind of on the opposite you're side the, now. You're the person, though, who's like, oh, like, I love that thing. And then I'm like, that thing is playing against the thing you actually are I know, are and then of. I and have then you're to like, re- Oh, I forgot. <sighs> yeah, you do yeah. that a lot. There's nothing well, wrong with it. You just get excited about other things. I get really excited about other things. And then I realize that the thing I'm supposed to be most excited about is in direct contention with the thing. Ex- exactly. Uh, the Canes, I will say, have had, like, some pretty good um, extracurriculars. I don't know, like, what you mean, <laughs> I don't know what to call it. You mean the... the- bunch of jerks yeah don cherry calling them a bunch of jerks and then they ran with it and they held up the signs in a shape that said jerks and like now they have this pig too it's they're (laughs) they're really kind of um what what's the word for that do you know what i mean yeah we need to make up a word for that or figure out what to call that it's like uh, extracurriculars is close but that yeah quite just like um i mean we can run with that but i feel like maybe we can get a little closer to them we need a pithier like yeah it's like um mm, Oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Bells and whistles. <laughs> that's not, that's like, we're not buying a car here. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll come back to that. But um, <laughs> speaking of the Bruins, the Brad Marchand was pretty, has been better this series and this season about not being such a dick all the time. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's not licking people's faces well, right now. Yeah. Fair. Right. Like I the, guess that means to if be fair, the, the, the bar was low. The bar, yeah, he has stepped over it. But then after uh, after they won against the Blues, he said maybe ten words to the media. He just went complete heel. Yeah, apparently it's because he is holding a grudge against the Sportsnet reporter Kyle Baslauskas or whatever his name oh. is. Baslauskas. Yeah. Um, but now everyone's like, he needs to play nice, and then everyone's like, he's a jerk, and then there's like no middle ground, which is like. Yeah, maybe he's being a jerk, but like he's entitled to do that every now and then. But he's totally. already a guy who like everyone already hates, so he gets he gets no benefits of no. any doubts. He, <laughs> there, there's not a single benefit attached to any doubt here. Right. Also, I just hate the media making. I hate the media media storyline. The, me, the media. Me- do you know what I mean? Where it's when like, the media is talking about the media, and then we're the media talking about the media talking about the media. This Holy is shit. it's like media inception. Yeah. Like if we spun the top right now, I don't know what would happen because <laughs> I don't remember the movie well enough. If it keeps spinning, then you're dreaming. Oh well, the top would be just like 
it would I swallowed the, I swallowed the top <laughs> and now we're all dead I don't know. but like I really I but. feel like when people take this and they're like oh Brad Marshall not talking to the media here are all the t-. and I get that because we're all interested and like if I were in that locker room I would also be like oh well he didn't say anything to me but mm-hmm. it just I'm like whatever yeah but then again it's like don't be a jerk mm. yeah I don't know I don't would like, you okay so I don't like Brad Marchand so I'm like eh, whatever yeah like he not like you don't deserve to get shit on for not talking to the media but like when you already are unlikable to a lot of people that's why you, you get shit on extra exactly it was it, also so deeply petulant like he was being <laughs> he was being such a baby about it they were like oh uh, he like one word answers for everything so I get it did you see um John Tortorella after the game, his press conference. Yeah, he was so sad. He, what did he, hold on. So what did were, he say exactly? They were asking him, like, does this, do you feel a sense of accomplishment having gotten this far this year? And he right. was like, don't even ask me the question. Don't even ask it. No. I don't, don't even go there. And the guy was like, well, like, I don't, just- even, don't even go there. <laughs> and, the, and the reporter was like, well, I just mean, you know, it, is this similar to what you felt last year? And, and Torts is like, I don't, I don't remember. remember what I don't I remember last year. year. <laughs> I was like, oh, like that was, that was sad. I was Except, like, oh, are you okay? I was also like, well, maybe you should have won. And then you wouldn't have to Whoa. have this feeling. Sassy Char. Sassy. <laughs> um, do you have any more hockey thoughts? Do you have anything you want to toss into this? There's another game seven tonight. Um, this has been a very exciting playoffs. I think that's what happens when all the one seeds lose. And yeah. And I'm, I'm here for it. I think the, I think that when all the one seeds lose, it makes for really interesting rounds before that, and then the Stanley Cup no one cares about. I don't have any more hockey takes, but I am eating a cough drop right now, so if I sound like I have a cough drop in my mouth, that's why. Yeah, Jess is having some ear, nose, and throat issues. <laughs> my throat hurts. Yeah, Jess is a sore throat. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> ear, nose, and throat issues. <laughs> well, isn't, that the, isn't that the... Yeah, like ophthalmologist. Well, no, not ophthalmologist. The it's ENT. Like ophthalm... Uh, on the enthemol, uh, enthemol, it's enthemol. Just say it really fast, and everyone. Let me look it up. Okay. Hold on. It's a it's a otolaryngology. Otolaryngology. I have never like heard larynx, that word before. Like a larynx can is you your vocal me? cords. Can you show so me? So it's that? like a laryngology. Laryng laryngology. Ot- Otolaryngology. I can't even. Otolengi. Uh, uh, it's a cookbook. <laughs> <Yes. What? laughs> Yotam Otolengi is that British Israeli chef. He's fantastic. You should check out his stuff. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about basketball then. Okay. Let's talk about basketball. Um, what? We already talked about the Bucks. We don't have to go through that again. Okay. Let's not talk about the Bucks except to say, I will say, the Celtics have just apparently given up. Okay. Kyrie's really good in elimination games, though. So, do you really not think they're going to win, like, one or two more games? No, I think they Maybe could one. win. I think they could win game six and then game flame five. out. Of... Tonight. Wait, isn't it 3-1? They're up 3-1. Oh, my That's, God. That oh, math. Four. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, th- I could 26 see 26 minus 17 is Oh, nine. my God. It's like <laughs> math and then doctors and we're doing all the hard stuff today. I could see them winning game five. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> What are you saying? Science and math. This is. I was told there would be none of that in this job. Um, no, I could see them. I could see them winning um, game five, but I I will be honestly surprised if they pull this out because the Bucks are just. Yeah. Giannis is. They've been really good. Superhuman, and you know what? 
I'm not even going to be an obnoxious oh, Boston no, fan Boston about it. Sweep. I'm so sad. Where? I'm a baby. <laughs> oh my god. Where? That's like really Have you heard the I'm baby meme? Never mind. That's really off topic. But No, um, I haven't. I meant to mention it. We'll do Ask Youth. Okay, we'll do that in Ask Youth. But, you know, like, I just, something, Brandon and I were talking about this briefly when you went to go get your cough drops, is that it's <laughs> it's wild to me that the Celtics have just, they were supposed to be so fantastic and things have just not worked They were just all inconsistent season. all year. And yeah. I think Celtics fans thought that once they got to the playoffs, they were going to suddenly and magically bring it all together. And they just haven't. And that happens sometimes. What's just, Brandon, what were you? you Team had, chemistry is important. You had a good uh, Brad Stevens take. Oh, no, I was just saying that um, it's very interesting that Brad Stevens has had all these teams where he's been able to make it work with less talent. Mm. Now that he's given a team. Too much talent where he has two stars, one of them being a borderline superstar in Kyrie Irving. Borderline, I would say he's... eh, Some people consider him superstar, some people don't. He's he's like nudging between top 10, top 15. Oh, he's definitely in the top 10. And I'm not saying this is a boss. Your opinion is (laughs) sus. No, but don't you think? Like when you say he's a top 10 player I would say he's a superstar. Yeah, some people people do do and some people don't. And if they do, they put him in like between that 8 to 10 range. Okay. Okay, all right. But, um, yeah, I, I wonder, you know, is it too much for Brad Stevens to be in, a to be in a situation like this mm. where you have so many good guys that you're not used to coaching this kind of type of team and then you finally get it and it's kind of like, damn, I don't know what to do. It's like you've been driving, I don't know, Volkswagens all your life. All of a sudden you get a Lam- Lamborghini and it's like, oh, you get damn, two what, do I, what do I do with this now? You get two Lamborghinis. I'd be well, like, well, like, well, thank like God I don't have the Volkswagen anymore. <laughs> But I think that I think there's there's something to that. I also I wonder if maybe there's just some chemistry stuff that's not. You go to the Steve Kerr school of managing your top talent. I know, right? The Warriors can pull it off, and they have like five superstars. Yeah, that's where the argument falls apart. <laughs> um, uh, only, but only if you're Steve Kerr, it's not necessarily. Um, I, one of the best things about yeah the the Arizona Ice Tea. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that? I think we should. Yeah. So this is not about the NBA playoffs, but well, well I guess it would have been if we if it happened like a month ago. Right. But the Nets lost. So there's, doesn't, it's not important anymore. But D'Angelo Russell, this happened like a week ago. So everyone like knows about it already, but it's still funny. He got caught going through TSA security with weed in a fake Arizona iced tea can. Like yeah, one in a of those... secret compartment of a fake bottle of tea, which you're not even allowed to bring through security. Yeah, it's a tall boy that has those uh, the screw-off thing, and inside it looks kind of like a thermos. And the only reason I know this is because one of my best friends in high school used to keep his weed in the exact same thing. And I remember once I got into his car, and I was like, oh, can I have a iced tea? And he was like, no, that's weed. And I was like, he completely was like, confused. No, it's been sitting in my car for three weeks also. <laughs> Why would you? Well, it's not even cold. I it looks really good. I love I love a tall boy of Arizona. But what what's unhealthier though? Arizona iced tea, tall boys, or like a a joint? Hands down, <laughs> the tall boy. That thing is just pure sugar. That's like that's like just liquid corn syrup at that point. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but the cans are pretty. I think that's an important important thing to say. I could not agree with you more. The they cans, have beautiful cans. Probably the best beverage packaging in the industry. I don't think I've ever really considered the taste of one of those. I've just seen the can and been like, oh, yeah, this tastes good. Yeah, an Arizona, a tall boy of Arizona iced tea is like a tall man. Like, he might be terrible, but you're like, well, you're tall, so he I'll probably good. date you. <laughs> what an analogy. Yeah, just pulled that the one The thing up. about iced tea is they're like men. <laughs> they're tall. <laughs> 
<laughs> just spot the line. <laughs> oh God. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I for, I think for the rest of the our playoff conversation, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read a few Magic Johnson tweets because he's been really breaking it down, sim- simplistically. Absolutely. Please um, hit me with them. Nikola Jokic. I can't it's do. Hard I to can't say. do the yos I know. and the Joes. The yos and Jokic. the yas and the. <laughs> Basically, I think that from Jokic. now on, every <laughs> How NBA. Do you say that. Y- Jokic. It's y- like Jokic. Nikola. It's it's supposed to be. Isn't it Jokic? It's Jokic. No, no, no. It's, isn't it with a soft J? I think it's a soft like J. Yoking. I think it's like um. I think it's Jok. Like is it Jokic? No, it's no. Jokic or Jokic. I'm Yo-Jitch. bad at Slavic names, which is fucked up because I'm Slavic as shit. Wow. Well, my, my name is. <laughs> uh, I think what we yeah. need to do is just from now on, every NBA player's name starts with a ya. So it's like Yairi, Yabron, <laughs> just to, then we'll really, huh. we'll, we'll knock them all out. There's no way we can say the real one's name's wrong. Okay. Giannis, Jokic, Yairi, Giannis, Jordan, Hayward. <laughs> I said it right. Yep. Um, AKA the Greek freak. This is a Magic Johnson tweet is showing the whole league why he's such a special player, scoring 39 points to lead his Bucks 3-1 over the Celtics. He will be dominating the NBA regular season and playoffs for many years to come. It's a good, it's a good solid tweet. Yep. Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. Jokic, Jokic, <laughs> has really caught my eye with his two triple doubles in the series against Portland. That's a little concerning because he plays in the West and Magic was, did he just catch your eye? Now, I don't, that's a concerning tweet. I would say Jamal Murray scored six straight free throws in the closing seconds and had a game high 34 point lead against the Nuggets over the Trailblazers. You know what's wild to me, Jess? Yep. Is that Magic quit his job because he wanted to tweet more and tweet his opinions, and he has ended up just tweeting as though he were the um, like pool reporter for the AP. No, exactly. And it's very informative. He says, I don't know who will win the series with Toronto's victory over Philadelphia to even it up, but I do know that Kawhi Leonard has been dominating the series and put a show today <laughs> scoring 39 points. That's, like, If you my watch basketball, this is all you need. <laughs> but also, like, my grandmother could, like, watch a game and be like, well, pretty sure this is what... Like, there is no level of analysis. No, it's just, like, stating pure... He, like, saw... He, he like, saw the stat sheet at halftime and was like okay this is like the ap wire he's just like (laughs) honestly i wonder if like he's just warming up because tweeting is a skill and he's been out of the game for a little while so maybe he's just track practicing you know hitting his word his uh character counts and then he's gonna hit us with fire during the finals like maybe he's just gonna start yeah and can we also talk about how joel Embiid's like been has the flu and he's been. We just, we said you can only use the excuse once last week, mm. the gastrointestinal excuse. Yes, and I think he's like still using that. And I'm like, maybe you should go to the doctor. Also, right? Either go know. to the doctor or make up a new excuse. Right. I just feel bad. I'm like, dude, bad time to get the flu. I know. Well, the Sixers have the Sixers haven't been sh- showing up. Because they all have the flu. flu. Do you think that if this doesn't work this season, the process will have been untrustable? Like, do you think this season is the season that determines the process? Does anyone think that they're going to win the championship, though? No. Like, no. But they just, all of a sudden, now they just are sucking. But they still made it to the second round. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know anything about the freaking Sixers. I, Other than John B has something wrong with his 
stomach lining. We, <laughs> we we promised you last week that we weren't going to do. We like, won't go there, but toilet jokes. The man, but the man might need some help. Know that there are several toilet jokes we are not telling you right now, and you are welcome. And I do Brandon. feel bad for him. <laughs> are we dragging Brandon into this? Because I'm just I'm just saying that I we're not going to go there, Brandon. We're not going there, Brandon. Okay, good, because I don't I don't want to have to talk to management. <laughs> management. <laughs> management. Okay. Uh, Two things on this show that we need to be concerned about. Going to management and the budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are we doing on the budget for today? Still working on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, switching gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about some Matt Nagy's diabolical plan <laughs> to find a new kicker for the Bears. Yes, it has so far backfired. So Matt Nagy invited... Eight kickers, or six kickers, no, eight kickers to Soldier Field to kick a 43-yard field goal, mm-hmm. which was the distance that Cody Parkey missed from in the playoffs, but may have also been tipped, but also missed. Double doinked. Um, so he invited eight kickers to do the 43-yard field goal tryout thing. Only two kickers made the kick. <laughs> two out of eight. That is not great. No. Ah, it it that that definitely counts as a backfire. If all eight had made it, that would have been the ultimate troll on Cody Parkey. And I feel like my I wonder if if Nagy decided to do this because Cody Parkey went on the Today Show. Like, was this his <laughs> ultimate payback for Cody? Parkey? I think Parkey? the bar is if you can kick a forty three yard field goal at Soldier Field, we will sign you. Well, I think so that that's literally the bare minimum that they need to do um yes i agree with you that's like hey saying to the fans like we realized that we really blew it or cody really blew it they have they tried out a kicker whose last name is blew it that's right i thought they signed him i think they might have but i don't know if he's gonna like make the roster okay i don't know how that works but well i do but i just don't want to get into it um (laughs) fair here is here is the thing that i think the bears should do what should the bears become a high school football team stop kicking extra points stop kicking field goals stop punting mitch trubisky can do little pooch kicks he can do drop kick kickoffs whatever they're called Mm -hmm. and you can go for two every time because you just have you just drafted a running back who's really good, apparently. Mm-hmm. They said he has, like, the body of Saquon and the hesitance of Le'Veon Bell. They compared him to, like, six, like, all-star, <laughs> like, pro bowler like running you backs. You that reminds me like, of, like... This guy's, like, from Iowa State. Like, one, what? One of those photoshops of, like, your <laughs> ideal man. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, McConaughey's shoulders, with it, but it's just, like... Saquon's thighs. <laughs> like, right. it's, like, weird. Ooh. But anyways, just go for two. Stop fucking around with kickers. It's not gonna work. Your field is shit. Get a new field and until that happens just don't even mess with kickers get the roster spot sign another running back maybe sign another backup quarterback who has a strong leg i don't know but i'm into that i think that would fourth be... down just go for it i mean i've kind of feel that way on all fourth downs like honestly i'm a real big go for two guy or i'm a real big go for the fourth down and then go for two i'm i'm anti-kickers <laughs> honestly like anything having to oh. do with kicking i mean yeah that's weird coming from a belichick disciple but I know. I know. I can't <laughs> I can't change the way I am. That's true. Another fun thing that happened, um, our last baseball item of the day. Um, there was a delay at a Cincinnati Reds game because eighteen or no, sorry, seven seventy five thousand bees were on the field. Hey, that's over the stadium capacity, am I right? <laughs> oh my god. Someone get Jay Leno out of here. Um seventy five thousand bees invaded the field and were swarming right as the 
they were about to start the game. How did they get in there? They fly, Charlotte. I don't know what you mean. I don't understand. How, how did security bees? not stop them and check their bags? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But what I don't understand is how there. I've never understood. Okay, I'll explain why there are so many bee delays at so many things. I'll explain. So what happens? This I know this because this happened at our last company that we worked for, Vox Media. Do you remember this? When? Like a year and a half ago. Last was I like, there? Yeah. I think so. Eh, maybe not. Bees? No, I think you were. Yes, bees. <laughs> I you do don't not remember, remember this? I don't remember maybe this. Maybe you weren't there, but I think you were. Google it while I talk. Okay. So anyways, this happened at the last place I worked that Charlotte also worked at, but may not have at the time. But um, we got to work one day and they were like, there was like caution tape everywhere. And this is in New York. So when you see caution tape like in front of the building you work at, you're like, okay, this is kind of frightening. But they were like, no, it's just because there's bees. And I was like, what do you mean bees? And they were like, there's bees. So apparently the mother bee, like the queen bee, mm-hmm. she if she gets displaced, like she becomes homeless, she leaves the hive, she'll find a new place to live. And then all of her worker bees follow her. So like thousands, tens of thousands of bees will be like, what the fuck, where do we go? So oh. they'll just follow her. So if she picks a random ass place, like a baseball field or the column outside of the building I work in. I'm seeing this and I definitely worked there at the time. <laughs> when when this was happened. this? This was um, 2017? June 13th, 2017, yeah, when were... I was firmly in the office. <laughs> so maybe it was so traumatic for me that I just blocked it out. How the fuck do you not remember this? This was like a big ass deal. I also hate like, ugh, I, I can't even look these pictures because I have a problem with like a bunch of things sort of clustered. Cluster. Oh, you oh, have that I, phobia that Kendall Jenner has? I don't know if she has it, but like there, she does, and like only a specific thing. Like I'm not, I can look at a cauliflower or whatever, but like this, this whole like bunch of bees. Romanesco, right? uh, I can look at that. Oh well, uh, Romanesco really? is pushing Romesco? it. The, you know what my biggest phobia is? I'm gonna throw up talking about this. Do you know those lemon, those Buddha hand oh, lemons? Oh yes. Oh my god, the I, little crispy the, little I, like I, curly I can't even, I, like. Oh, like citrusy, I, like. Blah. I see them in Whole Foods, and I can't like I. I can't I even just talk. Anyway, take can a we... little grater no, and stop, zest stop, 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 it. Stop, zest... stop, Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I think I killed Charlotte. Anyway, so the the bees follow the queen, the queen mother bee, and then they get like confused and sad and displaced. So oh. then they'll all kind of swarm. So let me let me read what happened, please, because this is a phenomenal story from WCPO Cincinnati. Dirk Morgan just happened to be B E E. It's a pun. Oh. In the right place at the right time to save the day. The Reds were getting ready to play the Giants Monday afternoon, and Morgan, a beekeeper, had just finished lunch as a guest of the Reds' owners when he peeked out of the out of the Castellini's box and saw a swarm of estimated seventy five thousand honeybees. You think? Do you think he eyeballed that right at the time? And he was like, "Hey, there's seventy five thousand bees." <laughs> Holy shit! That looks like seventy five thousand bees. <laughs> if I'm a betting man, that's close to eighty, but not <laughs> not over seventy. Um, and he said. Okay, okay, wait. Yeah. He saw an estimated 75,000 honeybees. I said, quote, get me a box. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Morgan recounted on the Reds network on Fox Sports Ohio while players and fans swatted at bees and Derek Dietrich of the Reds grabbed a sprayer and tank and darted around the field pretending to be an exterminator. Morgan (laughs) said that he knew just what to do. He carefully removed the queen bee from a swarm in the boxes behind home plate and placed it in a Joey Votto (laughs) bobblehead box then carted it away. The rest of the swarm followed to another location. (laughs) All right, Jess. Here here are two takeaways from this. One, how did he know which one was the... Did he eyeball the queen and did he go in there without a suit? Um, he did, he, yes, he, he did. He did. In. He did. He said I, the rest of the article. He basically he was like, "They're not going to sting me unless I like fuck with them 
and like start swatting them and shit because they they don't care about me they just want to go where like the mommy is the queen <laughs> i don't know if she's like the mom but she's like the queen yeah she's the i feel like it's like a she's more of like the dad. boss lady <laughs> she's more of the dad <laughs> she's the queen she's, she's also queen a dad, dad. <laughs> um anywho but he was like yeah they won't bother me like i'll just go Find the queen, put it in the Joey Votto bobblehead box. That's the best part, <laughs> which of is the best, which is the best part. Yeah. And then once you move the queen, the rest will follow. So it was an only eighteen minute delay. That is wild. I think that stadiums should just have a beekeeper on retainer, because this seems to happen huh. all the time. <laughs> like this is our resident beekeeper. And I they don't can... think it ha- does it. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There are bees at baseball games just constantly and i only know this because when i worked it for the win and i was in the blog mines i would like Mm. at least once a week they'd be like hey here's a twitter like someone there are bees at the game like charlotte blog this and i'd be like i'm gonna just not the bees walk slowly into the ocean but i remember nick cage not the bees bees. i also think of arrested development that i would put either the arrested development gif or the nick cage gif in the blog and be like here's a joke bees 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 oh bees i think that's why i hate clusters of bees so much because i had to cover them (laughs) for an entire summer um wow well this was i had not i had not known the details of that jess and that story just really is the best thing i've heard all week one thing other thing this made me think of was the bachelorette bios were just released Mm. and one of the jobs they always i feel like they've gotten way too what you were tweeting about yeah last night i feel like they've gotten way too gimmicky about what these guys jobs are Mm. you know putting like oh, my job is the John Paul Jones of wherever. And I was like, that's not a job. That's not even a joke that makes sense. But the one- what John, why are they dragging our precious bass guitarist into I, this? Honestly, I don't know. And it upset me. But one of the guy's jobs, Joe, 30, is the box king from Chicago, Illinois. Is that supposed to be like a dirty euphemism? That's what I thought at first. I was like, I can't wait for Chris Harrison to like make these jokes all season, but which he will anyway. But apparently, his family is like a big shipping family. So they're Packers. <laughs> Ooh, that seems yeah. like a conflict of interest. It does. Uh, but so I just thought about with the you know he put him in a Joey bobblehead box and and I just wanted to Joey bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Joey bobblehead. Okay, box king. I'm sorry that they're trying to be like. They had double so, entendre. Exactly. They had so much luck with the Colton Underwood Virgin jokes that they were like, "We got to give Chris Harrison something to work with." SMH. Yeah, let's get to Segs. All right, Segs. Some personal news. Um, this week on the Wilder Project, we have our the reason we are in Chicago, mm. which you heard all about the fun part or not. The whole thing was <laughs> funny. You, you heard about the extracurriculars of our trip to Chicago. <laughs> we were there um, to shoot an interview with Julie Ertz for the Wilder Project. Yeah, she's the best. She was so cool. She is the goat, as one would say. Yep. And we also ate goat cheese with her. We, we did. Oh, that was a joke I should have made on camera. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, she was amazing, and it's always fun when you have an athlete who's willing to play along. And, and be weird. Yeah. We did a cheese tasting competition. Where we compared French and American cheeses. I highly recommend watching it. Yeah, check it out to see whether French or American cheese is better. And the reason we're doing that is because the World Cup was in France. It wasn't just like... Obviously. I mean, completely wouldn't random. be able to put that together. <laughs> um, so that was that's that's my personal yeah, news. Julia Ertz is awesome. Yeah. Also, um, I feel like I had another personal news thing, mm. but, but you can't remember. it might have been that I've been really 
watching Billions a lot lately. It might have been a TV update. Um, my personal news is that I might have inadvertently started a campaign to get Brady Quinn in the uh, NBC booth for Notre Dame games. Did, really? Yeah. I, I was I on this. a what, Notre what Dame happened? podcast, the One Foot Down podcast, like a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, we got to get Brady in the booth. We talked about it for a while. And then um, Bridget Go Irish, who made the mu- Team Muffet font for the Muffet shirts, She's a internet uh, Notre Dame, like part of the Notre Dame internet crew. Mm-hmm. She made like a campaign poster <laughs> that's like get Brady in the booth. And I was like, oh, fuck, I think I started this, but I'm not mad. I think it should happen. It is so useful to have a graphic designer on your team. <laughs> it really is. Bridget, shout out Bridget. <laughs> She's great. You're amazing. And maybe you can make us let's like make, a... Let's make it happen. Brady maybe in the booth. Brady in the booth. Also, maybe you could make us like a just poster that says unprotected sex. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there um <laughs> you do not commission work w- from people without paying them charlotte oh no we sh- you will bridget you will be handsomely rewarded <laughs> i would Just never putting that out there yeah uh is it sports the royal baby mm. we we're so obsessed with the royal family do we care if it's sports or not no i don't give a i shit. don't either <laughs> i just want to talk about because it's royal probably baby. not but we want to talk about okay, it so, so the royal baby they still haven't released a name as of the time that we we're recording this i need to know the name what do you think they're gonna name it my sister who is very hip to the um doings of the royal family mm-hmm. said that they're thinking of naming it spencer because of diana oh and i was like also they said that they were going to unify america and the uk with the name because like Meghan markle's american obviously Prince Harry's British. <laughs> just kidding. Really? Obviously. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, like Spencer Pratt. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> American oh my God. icon. Spencer Pratt of Sussex. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the baby's name is going to be. Yeah, I was thinking it would be the best way to unify that would be to give it some like super millennial name and spell it funny and. Like Spencer, but like. At like C P E S E R. Yeah. Because Spencer. Spencer. Yenser. Spencer. <laughs> He's an NBA player. <laughs> oh um, the, I was thrilled to see that Megan and Harry. What well, did you see Harry's press conference when he was announced? He was like, like, I don't know how women do it. I'm like, I was buddy, like, oh, take an anatomy class. Yeah. Come on. You're too old for these jokes. <laughs> I was also like. It's cute when like eight year olds say that. And, and it's also, I'm like, I get it that like you aren't the one who had to go through this, but also like. Women, women, no. That's like when a man. That's like when a man is like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he harassed you." And you're like, "Are we? Do really? Like, don't compare Harry to a. Sorry, I didn't. I'm not person. comparing him to a bad person. I know. What you I'm mean. just saying, like, mean. right. But I was understood. thrilled to see them step out in there. She's wearing stilettos. I'm like, I, how are you wearing stilettos? She must be on a ton of drugs. I w- <laughs> also, the royals are just, I think that you marry into that family and all of a sudden you are blessed with being incredibly super put together. Yeah. I would I would, I would, would never be chosen to be a princess. I said a good name for like combining US and UK would be like Steph Curry. Because British people love Curry. <laughs> and he plays basketball in the United States. That's a good one. Yeah. my only, The only one I could think of was Paul Hollywood, California. <laughs> I like that one. Thanks. Yeah. You know, Paul. Um, we, stodgy pie. This baby is a stocky bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only funny thing I've said uh, all day. <laughs> what a delicate little sponge. <laughs> this is a. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> uh, She's there was, out. There She's was, tapping. I'm, out. I'm fresh out. There was another. Is it sports? That it doesn't. Mm. We don't care if it's sports or not. We just want to talk about the Met Gala. I feel like the Met Gala actually is sports, though. Yes. Also, tons of athletes go. 
Right. What'd you think of uh, Odell Beckham's outfit? He wore a tuxedo with the sleeves cut off and a kilt. So the theme was camp. And like Doc Martens. <laughs> the theme was camp. And I think like no one really, it's hard to define camp in fashion. Well, once you acknowledge camp, it's not campy anymore. That's the problem. Exactly. And the thing is, I think that you have to possess a certain understanding of it inherently. And a lot of these people just didn't. Like Lady Gaga killed it. But she put on a performance. Like Odell Beckham's not going to show up and like do a fucking costume change. He's like, I don't give a shit. I just want to party. I just wonder if he also thought that this was like summer camp. And he was like, well, you don't wear sleeves at summer camp. So you just like cut that. What I would have done to be super ironic Mm would have just worn like a, a Coleman tent. (laughs) <laughs> like one of those like lanterns i would have just been a lantern that's really good i would have gone as um a, a boy scout <laughs> <laughs> and carried a canoe paddle <laughs> i'd be like we're doing it oh my god okay <laughs> anyways um uh, odell's look was very odell extremely i odell. neither loved nor hated it but it was very him i agree saquon on the other hand i don't know there was one picture i saw of him this is gonna sound so mean and i don't mean it to be mean he was wearing just a he was wearing suit, shorts a short short suit yeah right? like pretty standard yeah but like he kind of looked like a pony <laughs> like he just what looked like mean? a little guy but like a big guy who was just like kind of miniaturized i think the shorts just like really like made him look stockier than he is i mean well, he has very he, large his thighs are his money maker <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> is that is that like does that have a connotation that i don't know that i shouldn't no, be but saying it's that? like something that you'd say about like i don't know like like in the 50s about a woman that's like really not okay to say yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah we'll i won't that. i won't say what i was gonna say but i'll say it later okay. um he lo- just looked like he looked like a little pony like you look at like he's just like a little he's not little though that's why it's well there was i think you're right there's something about the out- outfit that it was like when kyler murray wore those shorts yes. that hit around his calves right the, they they really don't make you look longer they than you are right taller right. sorry <laughs> longer. long boy <laughs> nicola jokic jokic long boy yeah thick long boy um can we call aunt char real quick because she just wanted to tell you a quick story about the time she went to the met ball <sighs> Hello? Hi, Aunt Char. Jessica, it's been months. Why haven't you called? You never call, you never write, you never visit. Honestly, after the Ted Kennedy thing, we had to suspend you for a little bit. Oh, well, yeah, I know. I I can understand that. That has been very controversial. You should have seen page six when that story initially okay. broke. Aunt Char, you have a story about Gianni Versace. Yes, well, you know, he took me to the Met Ball. Back then it was called the Costume Institute Gala, which I think was a much better name. Um, and when we were there, the theme, that, the theme was um, diamonds. So I just went in an entirely diamond bodysuit. And everyone's like, oh, look at the Kardashians are doing this. And then I was like, well, I was actually the the first person who started this trend. It's also been a minute since I talked. And I'm not quite sh- sure I can remember what my voice sounds like. I think you sound fine, Anshar. Am I sounding like Anshar? I'm also wondering if you really went to the Met Gala. Are you sure it wasn't just like... A Wednesday night karaoke? Yeah. You know, Jessica, there are some things in life that there are just no way of knowing. But there was a red carpet and um, at least one photographer. So I just assume <laughs> that this is what he was talking about. Anshar, um, I'm going to have to cut you off right there um, before you go any further. Well, I mean, I also went with Steven Tyler once. But, you know, you clearly... I'm, I'll, just go, I'll just go back to being chopped liver, Jessica. Bye, Anshar. She's nuts. She's crazy. Glad to have her back briefly. 
Sorry, I had to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> it's been a while since uh, you were to the bathroom. It has been. <laughs> but we don't make those jokes. We don't make those jokes. This is an anti-toilet podcast. Uh, what are we canceling? I don't know. What are we canceling? What are we canceling? Oh, well, we were joking that we we're going to cancel Ask a Youth because you're, mm. I don't know. You're I'm still a youth. Now. You're 25 is a spring chicken. Thank you. You're welcome. But am I? Well, let's just do Ask a Youth then. Okay. To prove that you are still a That's youth. That's a good point. Uh, what's up with Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> what's, the deal, uh, what's the deal with Sonic so the Hedgehog? So you hear this? You see this? You see uh, this? Sonic the he- so did you see the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer that came out? I didn't see the trailer, but I saw everybody tweeting screenshots from it. And with his creepy ass hands. Yeah, like they made Sonic the Hedgehog look really bad. Is that the whole point? Is that the whole thing? It's like he. I mean, the bad. movie looks bad too. But, but Sonic. Why are they? Why? I don't know. Like, does anyone want the Sonic movie? I don't know. I don't. Um, but, I don't. But maybe it's not for me. I don't want a lot of things. Um. But the the main problem with Sonic the Hedgehog was they gave him like human teeth. Yes, I did see those, and I did think to myself, that is a weird looking hedgehog. Do hedgehogs have teeth? Yeah, could this be I an agricultural? All animals have teeth. Yeah, no. but well, like no whales have baleen. Hedgehogs are not agriculture. We don't eat them. I just googled agro hedgehog, <laughs> which um, hedgehog teeth. Uh, yeah, no, they mm, they have canine. Yeah, they do have teeth. Okay, but yeah, what Sonic's else teeth they chew with. Well, I don't know. They're I don't know how animals. Yeah, they're little gums. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Um, but everyone's mad at the trailer, so now they're gonna redo Sonic. Like they're they're gonna like re CGI him. <laughs> Do you think they had the whole movie made? And that uh, was the probably trailer. Most of it, yeah. That's a very expensive. Maybe not most of it. Do over probably. Yeah. You know. Mm. Well, how do you feel about the fact that a director like listened to the Twitter mob and yeah. made changes? What I do you mean, think about that? That's an interesting thing, but I think I think you have to listen to the instant reaction to an extent because that will impact your box office sales. Yeah. If everyone's online is shitting on your movie, but then you also have to think like, okay, most people in America don't have Twitter accounts. Right. So maybe it's not as bad, but like just like having bad from like it was so, such an overwhelming. It was like the will smith genie thing that everyone freaked out about but like times 10 right having such an overwhelmingly negative thing has to make you like rethink maybe he already had some concerns about yeah how sonic looked and was like okay this is definitely i'm not crazy here i also think that when it's something with a fan base as passionate of something that was so nostalgic you know it's sonic the hedgehog this isn't Does sonic have like big is, stands though yes this isn't okay. something that like the dirt, yeah, Brandon over here just raised his hand. This I loved playing Sonic the Hedgehog. This is also not something that he just made up. I think that if you're taking something True. that already has a following or that existed before, you probably should listen more to the reaction than if you're just like, hey, here's this weird hedgehog I made up because everyone would be like, okay, that's what he looked like. Yeah, it'd be like if they filmed the first Harry Potter and they were like, Harry Potter's ginger. And you'd be like, no, 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 that's... Exactly. You cast the wrong person. That's Ron. Like, Harry Potter has weird teeth and you're like fix them no he's just British (laughs) (laughs) Um, do we have a patron of the week this week I don't think we chose one let's think of one right now Mm -hmm. Meghan Markle no (laughs) we already talked about her well Mm, what about like is she technically a Brit now no, maybe she is. She have had she a has, yeah. She should probably work. get citizenship. She married right? a British. I don't know how citizenship works in the UK. Yeah, probably. Either. Um, I feel like a lot of people we talk. I think Pat 
Pat Cottagen, I think, is our patron of the right. week for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Yeah, thanks, Pat. I think our MVP MVP of the week, which we haven't named in a while, is yeah. um, the person on Twitter. I forgot. I didn't write down their name. But I was like, you're the MVP MVP of the week if you guess what song we sang together at karaoke. And they actually guessed it. Oh, yes. I remember that. I'm looking up your tweet so and we can the find The song out. was Low Places. Wait, I thought that... By Garth Brooks. Someone guessed the other one we sang too. Yeah, but the picture wasn't from. I know. We, we sang Someone two actually songs. guessed. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy who guessed Under Pressure, which we did sing. We sang two songs together. But the the one that the picture was from was Low Places, and you can tell because Jess's chin is yeah sort of and maybe poking that's down the why way now you I sing can't talk low because my throat hurts so bad. Yeah, I'm weak, sorry. Charlotte. I I Karaoke don't know what's going on. Me. That was we had the so on Jess's birthday we went out to dinner and then ended up at a bar and then it ended up being karaoke and the person running it who was wonderful, she was like uh there's only one rule here, there's no talent allowed and I was like, "Oh, perfect." So I went up and I was like, "I'm going to go first and I sang share pretty badly." And then You were fine. You were like a standard. It wasn't bad. Thank you, but it didn't feel great like i wasn't up there being like i am crushing it and then every person who sang after us was an off broadway or had auditioned yeah, for american yeah there was Idol. actually a guy who came up who has like a record deal he sang like a <laughs> that one song the cerebrella yes song. i was love song or whatever i would have been mad if they weren't so good but i would like to say that i was that was one of the more owned i've been honestly in a while. i felt pretty like charlotte was the brave one who's like i'll start this off and then after <laughs> she went it was like power ballad after power ballad <laughs> by these like freaking soprano singers i was like oh okay also you have a great voice you really well, crushed bobby mcgee n- not anymore I yeah well speak back when you could talk you had a really great voice i appreciate that charlotte yeah i'm, I'm good at um singing in a southern accent i think that's the secret i think that that's from now on we can only sing in southern accents because we did we sounded pretty good for low places that's why we need to do some more leonard skinner i think okay what should, we, what should our next karaoke... What did you say I said Simple Man. Simple Man. Yeah, perfect. Wait, I was about to sing. Don't I, sing. I sing. You're, on, you're on voice rest. <laughs> you're like uh, one of those pop stars when they get hospitalized for mm. exhaustion or vocal rest. Wow. No. It's my, my little superstar. <laughs> my Jesus little Kyrie Jesus Irving. <laughs> superstar. Uh, all right. Let's close up this show with some Game of Thrones talk. I did not watch this week, so I don't know what happened, but I mm. did see that they left a coffee cup on set when Daenerys is drinking out of a goblet or whatever. Not a cup, co- not a Starbucks cup. No, we zoomed Why in. Why is everyone saying it's a Starbucks cup? That's bullshit free arc- free marketing for Starbucks when it wasn't. We zoomed in. It looks like one of those like nice boutique coffee places with it looked kind of like a crest, honestly. Is it there a Starbucks just- in Belfast? They filmed it in Belfast. I'm sure. Right? I think there has to be. Yeah, they're probably. Um, there's probably like seven. But it looked like a fancy, star- a fancy coffee cup, not a Starbucks one. So, hey, Starbucks is fancy. <laughs> the reserves are. Um, but yeah, I mean, the coffee cup controversy has just been dominating the news cycle. I just, I can't. Just there are three Starbucks in Belfast. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, the coffee cup was a thing. But the episode, like. After I finished watching it, I was like, that was a pretty good episode. And then I really thought about it, and I was like, nothing in this show makes any sense anymore. Which is funny to say about a show where people, like, ride dragons, and there's, like... But there's a difference between something being like, hey, dragons aren't real, and being, like, in this universe where we have decided dragons are real, having inconsistencies pop up. Yeah, like, there are still rules to the the world they live in. Exactly. People still are supposed to act logically. Well, so what, what was the most... What was... Tell me the thing that didn't that made the least sense. Two things. Jon Snow 
cave ghost to torment to go back north. Is that his dog? Direwolf? Direwolf. Did not pet, hug, acknowledge, really, ghost physically. What? He was like, goodbye, basically. Looked at him. Ghost was like, meow. Ghost, like, hurt his little ear in the Battle of Winterfell. And then Ghost was like, meow. And then Jon Snow was like, I'm going to get on my horse now and leave. So was, he just, he just like, looked at the dog and left? Wolf, but yeah. Sorry. It was devastating. It was it was devastating. Um, and people are really mad about this, as they should be, because... Mm-hmm. Um, Dogs before bros. <laughs> wolves. But, wolves but like, okay, but, but actually, like... The the wolf is like a character. It's not like a just like his pet. Like there's supposed to be like a connection there. Mm-hmm. And the show just doesn't give a shit about the wolves. So they've just been like treating them like they're insignificant. Like it's like, oh, it's just his little pet. Like, bye. But that's not really like what the p- point of that is supposed to be. Like these uh, these are characters that play a role that further right. the plot. Right. Like the, the, the writers just don't care about magic anymore. They're just like, let's just Aww. get the magic shit out of here. And the wolf is like magic because he's like has a connection with John. I don't like that. I want them Sad. to keep the magic. I know. Well, that's. Mm. Are the dragons still around? Well, I have some bad news. Oh, no, Jess. Ah, uh, did they all die? One of them got a big ass arrow like through the neck. It was like. In the battle? No. This is the other thing that was just the worst, was that they were like, um, Daenerys is like going to fly down to Dragonstone, and they're going to attack King's Landing. And then she's like, oh, shit, there's an ambush. I didn't see the ambush ships from my dragon. Was this, then, is this Cersei's people who are ambushing? Yeah, who like she knows about, because in the scene before, they talked about them having like a whole fleet. And so they just shot her dragon to death and almost killed her. And I'm like, you have a dragon, and you're flying on a dragon. You're flying like pretty low. Like They're flying like helicopter mm. altitude. And dragons can go up to 30,000 feet. Everybody knows that. We saw it in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're above cloud level. Yep. Like Those dragons can get up to airplane level. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like transatlantic flight level. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking like one of those double-decker planes. <laughs> The Airbus 380. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and anyways, uh, she just gets like fucking roasted. The the little dragon guy gets roasted by a few arrows. And I'm like, dude, they're on boats. Like, Did she fly around in- behind the boats and blow them the fuck up with your dragon fire from behind. Because boats can't like, they can't pivot. It's not like, you know, Did Giannis Daenerys- here on his pivot foot. Like, right, whoop, right. Pivot, pivot, turn around. Um, Did fucked up. Daenerys fall into the ocean? No, she survived. And her, her and her dragon were fine. Oh. But the other guy, oh. the other little oh. guy, he... That was a part of the Battle of Winterfell that made me the saddest was when the dragons start clawing at each other. And I know that dragons aren't real, but they are, seem like animals. And it just made it just me a, really it's sad. Just really sad. Just just justice for ghosts. Yeah, justice for ghosts. <laughs> Is that trending already? That's got to be Probably. trending. I just, uh, after Christmas, I left Chicago to come back to New York. And I forgot to say goodbye to Lily. And it ate me up for months. Yep. And that's just knowing I was going to see her in like a couple months for Easter. Imagine I, saying goodbye to your little dire wolf who you have like a mental connection with and being might like. be going to die because everybody dies in this land. <laughs> well, you're never going to see him again. And you're just like, meh. And then, wait, so that, the, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. This was goodbye forever? Yes, yes. <gasps> and also the, the, the part that really pissed me off was the like writers of Game of Thrones were like, well, it's really hard to do the CGI of the dire wolf. Oh, so. no, 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 no. That is not an excuse. You get a big old husky dog and you dress that thing up and you if andy circus can turn into Gollum, you can turn a dog into I mean, a wolf you had a you had a dragon get stabbed in the neck with a giant <laughs> arrow like 
right? one scene later. Come Figure on. Figure out a wolf. Anyways, I'm just sad, Charlotte. I'm, I'm just sad. I am vicariously sad and angry. There were some good parts, though. Like, Arya got proposed to, and she's like, nah, I don't want to marry you and mm. be your lady. Like, fuck you. And I was Hell like, yeah. she's a badass. Who proposed to her? Gendry, the guy that she did the coitus oh, with. Oh, had the... Yeah, he, sexy time when like he's like has sex once. He's like, I need to marry you. It's like, dude, just chill. Like, wait like a week. Come on, dude. Don't text her like right after. <laughs> and then um, Jamie, the mm-hmm. one who like has sex with his twin sister, and then he has sex with Bran. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I've never had sex before. And then they have sex, and then he leaves, and he's like, I'm gonna go fuck my sister again. Oh. It was wild. I mean, <laughs> very realistic. <laughs> the way I talk about Game of Thrones is not how I normally talk about anything else in my life, but the show was so vulgar and disturbing it really um, it, so apologies mom and dad. <laughs> no i game of thrones is i understand uh, yeah. i'm not so i feel like this is something i actually wanted to bring up mm. twitter these days has become a battle between let people enjoy things and this thing sucks mm-hmm. and there is no middle ground whatsoever so game of thrones like my feeling about game of thrones is look I have watched it in the past. I sometimes enjoy it. I'll pop in every once in a while. Like, I'm not the kind of person who's going to be like, oh, how's your stupid dragon show? But I'm also not the kind of person who's going to be like, you know, planting my flag and I, like, let people enjoy things. Because, like, whatever. And this is what, like, Game of Thrones has become the sort of linchpin for what side of that argument you're on. Yeah. And my feeling is like, sure. Also, everybody just is constantly having sex with their sisters. Well, one person. Niece, nephew. Oh, sorry. Nephew, aunt, I guess. Right, right, right. And sister. But I don't know. Um, But if you like the episode, then it's fine. Because, like, you probably lowered your expectations after last season and you were like, okay, like, maybe the plot's not going to make that much sense anymore. Um, And that's kind of what I did. So I was like, eh, whatever. It's different. The show's not as good, but it's fine. It's still entertaining. Question for you moving forward. Who do you think dies... Overall, I haven't asked you this yet. Like, who is left of the main characters? Who is left standing at the end of this? I just hope everyone dies at this point. <laughs> I really do. Like, they killed my favorite character in the last episode. Who? Oh, Jorah? No, Masandi. Oh, she was your favorite? I loved her. She oh. was just so, like, smart and nice. <laughs> and just, like, cool. And they just she chopped was very magic-y. fucking head off. Did they? Yes. In front of the little gray worm who loves her. It was so sad. Oh, God. Was that a callback to Ned Stark? He's the only one I know who got beheaded, but I guess all of them just eventually <laughs> lose their heads at some point. Um, all right. Well, maybe I'll pop back in next week, but not in like an obnoxious way, because I do enjoy yeah. seeing what maybe happens. Maybe just stay out of it. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, all right. Well, that's all we have for you this week. Yeah. Unless... Nope, that's it. <laughs> break into a musical number. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna say we could sing "Friends in Low Places," but then I remembered that you were on vocal rest. Yeah, I'm. I shouldn't even be doing this right now. <laughs> I have like seven cough drops in my mouth. <laughs> Anywho, um, take guys, it away, Jess. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. Oh, right, leave sorry. a review. Subscribe. Leave a review. Please leave a review. Tell us love, you love reviews. Us. More reviews is better. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tweet at us. At Most of You Podcast, Instagram Most Valuable Podcast. And uh, let's eat this wheat. Okay, uh, Mayday, Mayday, alert, alert. We know we just finished the podcast, but the royal, royal baby has a name now. It got named like right when we finished. The name is Archie Harrison. 
grade 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 it grade it, 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 it <laughs> failed like was was Meghan markle like binging riverdale when she was pregnant she's probably just on percocet like <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry about your name. I was high. This name is wild. Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. What? Archie Mountbatten? That's the that's Prince Charles's like. Really? Yeah. How did I never know that Mountbatten? Have you ever seen The Crown? Eh. Oh, it's really good. You'd love it. Okay. Um, I, I got. Watch it. I got as far as the part where um, John Lithgow shows up as Winston Churchill, and for some reason I stopped <laughs> couldn't, watching. Couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. You okay, should watch okay. it. Okay. I'll keep going. Um, Archib- Archibald. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought what, it was. What do you think it was just Archie? Yes, like Jimmy Butler? Yes, that's why I was like, this oh, okay. is wild. Like our coworker Tommy. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, shout Tommy, out Tommy, Archie. Jimmy. No, I mean, yeah, it's. it's. Okay, Archibald Harrison. How is Archibald better? Because it's a full name. What is this, fucking Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> it's a full name. I feel like that's like the name Archie, of. I thought it would be weird. Like, if you told me they named him Jimmy Harrison. Well, wait, is that. James Harrison. Thank you. Steelers. That's what I'm thinking of. Retired Steelers <laughs> linebacker, James Harrison. I was like, why do I know that name? Uh, I would be like, that's weird. If it was James Harrison, I'd be like, that. it just like Archibald is a more royal. Also, how is this English? How is, how this is Archibald better? American it's not. Archie, like the comic strip. Isn't that, is that Archie? I don't know. How is Archibald better than Archibald? Is... It's not better. It's just a full name. Archibald is a name of a ghost who has a pumpkin for a head. <laughs> That's that stalks true. you in the nighttime. I just my my initial surprise was that they didn't give it a full name, but apparently they did. Wow, this. What name, would you grade it? C minus. Yeah, Archie. It's cute. That's a cute name. It is cute. Har- Harrison. Meh. Yeah, but, yeah. I need I need a I need a more like a reasoning for it. I take back my F grade, and I'm with you on the C. C Archie C-C-C-C. Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. It's also funny though. Do they actually have last names? No, they're like they're, they're just sort of tacked on as like honorifics or something. I mean, they're kind of like I mean, House Windsor, House Sussex. I yeah, know. I don't know Archie. Wow, well, kind of cute. Yeah, I'm, it's growing on I'm me. I'm into it now. I think maybe I think it's gone from from an F to a C minus. Now I'm hovering around like a B plus, and in a few no. minutes I'll be at like an A. Ask her tomorrow. <laughs> like I love this. You're gonna name. be like my I'm naming my child Archie. Oh man! All right, okay. uh, podcast out. Bye.